Welcome. This is part two of my conversation with Kunal Chopra, the new Beckett CEO. I guess I had several presidents when I was the CEO, but I think I was the only CEO. But looking forward, he was headhunted. We're going to hear the rest of the story about his background and his desires for how he can bring excellence. And I'm all in favor of that. I certainly want to see great success from Kunal and who he brings in and the existing team, which is already strong. Thanks, sponsors. Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and of course, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So thanks, Kunal, for giving me some of your busy time. I'm excited you're moving to Dallas and looking forward to getting to know you better and being of assistance in my pro bono consultant way that I do now because I am retired and enjoying it. I guess podcasting does not count. That's semi-retirement. So at any rate, thanks, everybody. Here it is and have a good day. One of the things we did very early on, and again, this is before it existed, but elements of wiki, wiki kinds of thinking, a, a very distributive form of B2C cooperation with collectors out there who were in many cases significant contributors to our success. They weren't just readers, they, they were unpaid members of the team. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if there should be digital ways to more aid and facilitate that going forward in the Beckett price guide leadership. What we had, we certainly were canvassing all the dealers as much as we could. We had a healthy amount of input from the rank and file collectors who care equally about their hobby. Oh, absolutely. The problems and opportunities in this industry are not going to be solved by a group of folks only sitting in the Beckett offices. It's only going to happen through engagement of the community, whether improvement of our current products and services, whether it's launching new things for the future, the use of tech and any of that. It's all going to come through feedback from uh, the community, from customers who are day-to-day on a daily basis. And there are both quantitative as well as qualitative ways to get that data. On the quantitative side, you take a look at the traffic on your website where people are engaging. You take a look at what products and services make sense to them, whether they're leaving comments and feedback, and you can parse out all this data in a more quantitative approach to make certain decisions on what we should do. But then you have on the qualitative side, like you rightly mentioned, if you have focus groups, you engage with the dealer network, you meet with customers on a regular basis, you meet with partners in the community, you collect and solicit that feedback on a regular basis, and you use all that data then to inform what your future decisions are. Yeah, we're certainly doing a lot of that. I'm pushing all of that very heavily in the company too. How can I be helpful to you or the company in the upcoming national convention, the National Sports Collectors Convention in Atlantic City that'll be in late July this year? Is there any people that you want to meet with or are you full up with already prearranged meeting with other industry leaders or uh, how is that going to shape up for you? Because I just remember back in the day, uh, it just seemed like I went from meeting to meeting with everybody else having an agenda for me. This is going to be my first national. I want to just interact with the community. I want to meet with people in the industry. I want to learn more about where the industry is going, feedback about Beckett so far. I want to hear from people around, you know, what can we do to improve? That's my primary agenda. I'm trying to fill up my calendar for those days right now with folks. We are launching a bunch of products at the National 2 as part of our booth there. Every time I do one of these podcasts, I have a eureka moment about something. And I was just thinking that back in the day, since I'd been a collector, I'd been a dealer, I'd been in the industry since I was a kid. When I started, I already had some reputation and some ability to filter and vet and de-bias 
some of the comments. And I know you're a quick study, but whenever I would meet with a dealer at a national convention, they had a certain perspective and I'd have to understand they're going to have a little bit of a bias toward action in a certain way. And then you meet with a collector and they've got a bias in a different way. I intuitively understood that because I'd I'd worn those hats. It's like software engineers. They've right. never seen new software that they didn't I can do this. Let me make it better. And dealers want to get product and they want to they want to be able to sell out and get more. And the collectors want the prices to be lower and the dealers want the prices to be higher. And you go from meeting to meeting and you can't change your story. Yes. But you're listening and you're realizing that where they're coming from is their truth. And they're going to try to influence you that their truth is the truth. Yes. <laughs> no, absolutely. In this community, as you rightly said, there's so many different constituents, different personas that we're dealing with on a regular basis, and they all have different needs and wants. And sometimes we can get all aligned, sometimes a little bit of tension. But my goal is obviously to make sure that we're all marching in one direction and find the right strategy to help everyone. But focus is also important in any business. That's certainly my approach. Basketball's mm. been hot lately. Yes. Uh, but the same thing is happening in basketball that is mm -hmm. happening in the industry. And that is that there's this thought that creating a super team is the mm -hmm. way to go. Mm -hmm. And that's now being called into question. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. teamwork is more important than a collective of superstars that take turns getting the glory. And so I'm seeing in our industry, we're having some, not conglomerates, but we're having some acquisitions from large companies acquiring other large companies to increase their dominance. And I'm wondering if your strategy is going to be more the latter of we want to partner with people, we want to be collaborative, we want to be best in class of what we do, but we can play nicely with others when it's a benefit to making the pie bigger and all that. So, 100%. I can tell you right now, that is our strategy. I was speaking to a bunch of other folks in the industry lately and asked me a very similar question. My answer was exactly that. Is We don't look at Fanatics and some of these other larger players as competitors. We are figuring out ways to partner with them. Our goal is how do we serve our collector community. Our mission is to ensure that we build the most amazing products and services on the planet for collectors. And that's not going to come only by Beckett doing it in these four walls that we have in Dallas, but it's going to be through partnering with the right folks, acquiring a few folks and figuring out how to make the pie bigger and finding the best team, not only within Beckett, but outside as well to make that happen. I'm confident there are many others who are already in our network that want to make that mission happen as well, because they care a lot about the community. They care about the hobby. They care about solving problems in this space, taking advantage of some of the opportunities. And they know that if they have some weaknesses, they've got some strengths, we've got some weaknesses, we've got our strengths. And let's put our heads together and figure out the best way to do that. And that's when you create value for the ultimate consumer. That's when you create value for the company. And that's my goal. So you'll see a lot of more partnerships. We have a special effort internally called our strategic partnerships effort that's being led by an individual. And we've hired a new head of strategic partnerships at Beckett as well, just to drive an effort around partnerships. So it's very critical to us. Yeah, I've said this is the greatest hobby of all time. Yeah. Not only can you have a lot of fun, but you can make money. It's yes. proven, I think, now to be not a zero-sum game. Correct. But there can be win-win. And uh, that's very exciting. Jim, I want to know from your perspective in this whole spirit of me learning about where everything is going as a new CEO, where do you see from your perspective as a hardcore collector, but just been in this space for so long, and I'm interacting with so many people, where do you see the space going? 
Give, give just your unbiased, open views on where do you think the hobby is going over the next few years? I was a hobbyist, very immersive, that became a CEO. And I wasn't terrible, but that wasn't my bent. But I was the leader. I enjoyed having the buck stop here, but mm-hmm. probably reluctant. That wasn't the passion. I really wanted to be with the cards. I see you as the flip side of that. In other words, mm-hmm. I need to lean into that, which was not my normal thing. And that's why I went to Harvard for 14 straight years. You, on the other hand, have got the CEO and the technology and all this stuff. You're going to need to lean in to the day-to-day hobbyist experience. And to do that, it's not that you have to do it yourself, but you need an inner circle or some people around you that are going to say, hey, this is how that would be. This is how this decision would be interpreted by these kind of people. Yes. What I've done in my pro bono consulting is I do one shot focus groups, learning communities. We're not going to meet every month for the next year. We're going to meet one time. So nobody's saving anything up. Then if we want to meet again, I'll meet with some other people. There could be some overlap. Therefore, nobody gets too comfortable that they've got my ear or that they're going to keep repeating something. It becomes fresh and you don't get board speak. And so for you to grab a number of hobbyists, Yes. Once a month for lunch or something yes. with a mix. And you don't say, hey, you're on this for the next year. Yes. Uh, no, you, do you want to go to lunch? If they right. if you say, do you want to go to lunch? They're going to say, yes, <laughs> let me rearrange my schedule. And you're going to do some talking and probably more than half listening. And your question is, what do I not know that I should know? You've got to manage to make sure the most loquacious and talkative are not <laughs> always the ones where the still waters run deep, where you've got to draw out everybody because the people that don't talk as much sometimes have the more profound opinions. Absolutely. Absolutely. But something like that, I had that naturally. That's why I had to lean into spending time with my forum, going to Harvard, doing all these management things because that wasn't my training. I had a PhD in statistics. Data were my friend. (laughs) Not a problem there. Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Exactly. My point. Got to get myself into the hobby a lot more. Talk to collectors, customers. That's going to be a big focus of mine because you rightly said, I have the training in business and management and scaling companies and like all that stuff, technology, like you said. Um, but getting deeply embedded into the hobby is going to be certainly a number one uh, important. Yeah. The other thing that I did, Canal, and it wasn't just because of Clayton Christensen, the disruptive technology guy yeah. that I actually had in class, is that I think it's important for you to talk to not just customers, but future customers, current non-customers, or former customers. I spent a lot of time talking to former customers. I'm trying to figure, why are you not still a customer. But they'll give you an earful. And some of it's true and some of it's false. And I'd have to get to the bottom of it. Mm. But that's where to turn back somebody that had left or somebody that's sitting on the fence and somebody tell me Beckett Media needs to go to this card show because they need to increase their awareness. Doesn't We don't need awareness. They need to know we have a solution. We're problem solvers for the industry. So we need to know what are your problems? And so we actually have a solution to that problem. But I'm using this other company. Okay, our solution, we think, is equally as good. If it's not, tell us why. So, yeah, I think it's, again, exciting times. There's never been more data, but it's messed up. It's not clean. We spent a lot of our time cleaning the data because it's garbage in, garbage out if you don't clean it up. (laughs) And that's expert cleaning. Or it could be wiki cleaning. Exactly. Yeah, like you said, we were discussing just the number of startups and all that just it's fragmenting the industry a lot more and it's causing a lot more noise it's important to bring it all together into a clean 
uh, like you said, the system. And that's going to be a big focus, I know, for Beckett, for sure. I think that's your sweet spot, Kunal. <laughs> I'm sure they did an exhaustive search and you won. I'm delighted that you're coming into a successor several times removed now, but you're bringing in your own fresh perspective. And I'm hopeful this is going to be a real shot in the arm with the new office space and yes. and not necessarily recapitalization, but a, a new way of looking at the potential of the company. I think that's the key word, right? Our goal is really to just re-look at the existing company, continue to keep the essence of the iconic brand alive, and continue to focus on the collector community, but just take a slightly different lens in how do we want to look at things with an eye towards the future. Even from a talent perspective, we've got some of the best in the company. They're going to continue to work with me. And I just bring in this extra dimension that uh, maybe the company was missing for the last few years, and then bring that diversity of experiences and thoughts together to an existing fantastic team. And let's see what we can do with it. And we believe that combination is the right way for us to take things forward.